Welcome to another episode of Chewing the Fat. I am your host, Big Rob. Today's going to be a little bit different. I'm calling this a bite-size episode. First, I want to say thank you so much to everyone that's been supporting this podcast. Your words of encouragement, the uh, reviews that you've been giving, uh, the the ratings. I, I really appreciate that. It means so much to me. Also, uh, all the folks that have been supporting me with and buying me a coffee, uh, like uh, the Brunies, thank you so much. Also, Nick, thank you so much for the coffee. I really appreciate that. It uh, it means a lot to me when I uh, get those little notifications and stuff like that. So I just want to say I appreciate you for coming along with me on this journey. Um, you know, it, it was a long time coming for me to get to this point. Um, but I, I, I don't regret a minute at all. Uh, I regret more the time that it took me to get to this point. So thank you for appreciating what I'm doing for finding some commonality for seeing, uh, the, the purpose of this and that, uh, you know, we all have, you know, these things that we go through and we're more like than we want to admit. Um, I had guests lined up. It didn't work out. Uh, and I have other, other episodes, uh, ready to come that I have already got some things recorded and I could have moved those, but I thought I'd take this moment to talk to you guys because I had some stuff happen over the past few weeks. Um, that just really, you know, affected me. And, uh, I, I, I consider us friends, uh, as I told Ryan last week, you know, I don't, I don't want to pull any punches. You know, I forgot to press the record button last week. I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, <laughs> sugarcoat that I messed up, but, um, but I, I figured, you know, let you get to know me a little bit more and let you know kind of a peek behind the, the curtain of what's going on here. Um, and I posted this on my personal uh, Instagram on August 30th. Um, my uh, rescue Boston Terrier, Sarah, um, she passed away. She was my buddy. She was my traveling companion. She... Uh, just brought me so much joy. She loved on me and, um, you know, I was better for having her in my life. And, uh, I don't know if you're dog people, cat people, pet people. Um, I'm definitely a dog person. I'm a rescue dog person. And, um, Sarah actually came to us after my wife's mom passed away. So we've had, uh, Sarah for only about I think five years now. And, uh, she was just, she just became my buddy. She, she didn't like me at first when she was, when she was my mother-in-law's dog. She did not like me. She would hide from me. But, uh, once she came to, came here to came to live with us, uh, she decided I was her person. And maybe she just realized that, that I needed her. Um, so it, it's been tough, you know, and, and if you have fur babies, you understand that, loss. There are times when I come out of the studio here uh, at the house and I'll go around the corner and I'm just expecting to see her, you know, laying on the end of the couch or something. And she's just not there anymore. And Boston Terriers are very uh, short snouted. And so they snore a lot. And just, I didn't even realize how comforting just those little snorts and snarfles and snores uh, really were to me. So uh, so that's been just kind of hitting me now that we're at like two weeks 
since since Sarah is gone. Um, you know, uh, and it's one of these things where she had had some stuff going on with her liver. We had uh, she actually had part of her liver removed. We had surgery about six months ago for that, uh, and just recovered great. Just was doing fine, um, and then you know. Like the day before she passed, uh, she just wasn't eating great. She was still playing. She was playing with her little sister Maggie, um, and uh, but I could tell that something just wasn't right. Like I said, she was she wasn't eating. Uh, she was playing. She was acting like her normal self, um, but she, just something wasn't right. She seemed to be like having trouble breathing, and and we had set up an appointment to take her to the vet. Uh, to get her looked at, like, on Wednesday was the soonest that they could see her. Um, but like I said, nothing else was going wrong that we could tell. She was doing okay. You know, all the outside stuff was fine. Um, but I, I I took a nap with her, and she was she was around 13 years old. So she's, she, was, she was a rescue dog. Uh, originally, she was in a puppy mill, rescued from that, um, so she's had some stuff in her life, uh, but I could tell just something wasn't right. And we had a discussion. I don't know if you talk to your dogs like this, but uh, we laid down and uh, took a nap. And as we're laying down, trying to calm down, um, I was just petting her. And I told her, I said, it's okay. It's okay. I don't want you to hurt. I don't want you to be in pain. I don't want you to to hang on because you think I need you here. I do need you, but I don't want you to be in pain because of me. I would never want that, uh, you know, and, and I love you. And if you need to go, it's okay. I'll be okay. I will miss you and I will love you, but I will be okay. And we took a great nap for about you know, 20 or 30 minutes, uh, we decided to go and get a hamburger. Um, again, she was my travel buddy. She'd jump in the car and went, I just got her, you know, plain beef patty. Uh, and she ate that, ate that great. So, uh, came back, put her in her, in her crate, uh, so we could do some grocery shopping. And while we're out grocery shopping, um, my youngest son, Jeremy, called and said, I think something's wrong with Sarah. Come home. And he had come through the living room and said she didn't stir, which was not like her. And he looked, and she was just laying there. And when we got home, sure enough, she had, she looked like she just laid down and went. Um, so I'd like to think that it wasn't painful. I'd like to think that it, you know, she went on her own terms. That's kind of how she operated. Like I said, she didn't like me to begin with, but she decided that she did. And so I think about her and I miss her. And I know, you know, I'll, I'll see her again someday. Um, you know, I, I know she'll be waiting for me on that, on that rainbow bridge when it's my time. And so it just, it just, just hit me this this week um those are some of those down times that i have um and it really hit me hard over the weekend 
as you know, I like to do stuff with the theater. Um, I love to perform. I love to entertain, to bring joy to others. And uh, I just got into a, to a bad headspace, and I couldn't get out of it. And uh, there was an audition this past weekend uh, for the Christmas show, Elf, that the Augusta Players is going to be doing. And I love Christmas, and I love doing Christmas shows. Again, that's like that gift I like to give to the community. And I just could not do it. I was not. I tried to prepare. I tried to think of something to sing for my audition. And I was looking at songs and looking at words, and I just could not get out of where my head was. Uh, I was just down and I didn't feel that I could give my best. And Scott Seidel, the, the director at uh, Augusta Players, he deserves uh, much better than what I could have given at that time. Um, and it was hard. It was hard once, you know, Saturday passed and then they had more auditions on Sunday and Sunday had passed and I didn't go. I didn't. I didn't go to my happy place. I didn't go to where that second family is that um, brings joy to me and energy to me. And I realized though that that it that it that I was in that place that um, I hadn't prepared. I had let myself not prepare, um, and I had let myself not experience some of the joy that I would have gotten from being in you know, that show for the holidays. Um, I'm much better now. I, um, you know, unfortunately missed that opportunity. That's what happens sometimes when you're in those places, even if it's something that you love to do and you let yourself just stay down and those opportunities pass you by. And that's that's the real robber of that is that it robs that joy. It robs the opportunity of that joy uh, in doing what you really love to do. But uh, I say all that to say when you have those down days and you realize you have those down days, no, you're not alone. There are other people out there that are going through stuff. Maybe going through the same stuff, maybe going through different stuff, but it's just as weighty uh, on them. It's it's weighing them down and stopping them from from truly living and and feeling alive. Um, so take courage in that, knowing that you are not alone, and there are other people out there that want to see you succeed and they're hoping that you want to see them succeed too and that it takes us all coming together and rallying around each other it's 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 hard but we're all in it together no one is alone and you know I'm rooting for you if you ever want to reach out to me please you can go to the website, chewingthefatbr.com. Um, I'm on Instagram. You can send me a message. Uh, on the website, there's even a little microphone button. If you want to leave me a voice message, 
You can do that too. You can leave a voicemail on the website if you want to. Just look for the little gray microphone on there. Um, but reach out to me. My my email is on there. Chewing the fat br at gmail. If you want to email me, um, if you just need some encouragement, um, I'm here. I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for us all. <laughs> to get through this with some joy and some life and some great memories and, and short-faced snoring dogs that just light you up with love. Thank you so much for being here and indulging me in this bite-sized episode. If you do want to support the podcast as well. I appreciate you buying me a coffee at chewingthefatbr.com. But until next week, I look forward when we can sit a spell, stay positive, and chew the fat.